Welcome to Answer the Call. I'm Kelsey Kemp, a career coach specialized in helping Christians discern their callings and land jobs or even start businesses that allow you to fulfill it because I firmly and biblically believe that you have been appointed to a specific role within creation and it's time that we step into our stations as God works through us to answer that prayer make it be on earth as it is in heaven. In this season, you'll hear me address the 10 biggest questions we have about our callings week by week. And if you'd like to skip ahead and get all 10 episodes with four plus hours of audio lessons and a 27 page guide that to accompany this series with all the scriptural references you'll hear me mention in this episode, as well as the written responses. If you're more of a visual learner rather than an auditory one, the guide will definitely be your friend, as well as a lot of recommended additional materials if you want to dive deeper. So you can get all of that at kelseykemp.com module one. That's right. You could skip ahead. You don't have to wait for this series to come out week by week. Everything is waiting for you right now at kelseykemp.com module one. Uh, and that's the number one, not spelled out one. But you might be thinking, why Why is it kelseykim.com slash module one? And that's because this series was actually initially created for the members of the Calling Academy, which is my signature course, helping you clarify your unique purpose and find that job or that business idea that God is calling you into to fulfill it. And these 10 episodes, as you'll hear, are actually included in the first module of that course, along with that guide that I mentioned, which I want everyone to be able to freely and openly access and get their hands on because I firmly believe this is information that is timely and needed to embolden the body of Christ to step into our unique roles that are appointed for each of us to serve in. So will you join me in spreading this encouragement? I'm serious about that and asking you to join me. As you listen, I pray that the Lord brings to mind the faces of people you think need to hear this as well. As that happens, and I trust it will, would you text this episode to them? Similarly, if you think your friends or your whole church actually, or your small group or community group, whatever you call it, would benefit from this whole series, please share it with them by sharing them that whole link, which is the kelseykemp.com slash module one, so they could just access it all at once and all in one really pretty place. It took a long time to design that actually. <laughs> um, and you could use that along with the 10 episodes and the written guide as even a small group curriculum or um, a guided experience to talk through and initiate conversation on. All right, now let's dive into today's question. All right, let's start with the first really big question. Isn't sharing the gospel the only thing that really matters? Hmm. All right, this is, if you clicked on this because you're curious and you're asking that of yourself, I think that's really cool. But I am very excited to give more of the fuller picture as I address this big question. So maybe... Obviously, if you hold a biblical worldview and you run in Christian circles, you definitely might have gained this impression, which is fairly taken from what we see 
in looking at the Great Commission, as it's so called, that famous passage in Matthew chapter 28, the last one in verses 16 through 20. And I'll read it, although I'm sure you may be familiar with it, because it probably, if you're only focusing on this to answer the question, this is your purpose, then mm, it's a little, it's a narrow view. It's an important view, but that's not it. So let me first read this though. So the great commission is, then the 11 disciples went into Galilee to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me, and therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. So especially that middle part, we cling on to the, isn't this all that matters, to go and make disciples people essentially who not only believe in Christ, but follow him in response to that belief, living out a life of continued sanctification where you are obeying his Jesus's teachings out of a love for him. Because we actually see in John, oh goodness, let me see if I could get the exact reference, but one second, I am going to pull this up for you. So John 14, 15 one second, where Jesus is saying, uh, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. So it's not just belief, but also belief that leads to repentance and leads to a desire and an obedience for baptism. As we see in Acts chapter two, verses, I believe it's 36 through 39. And then also continued sanctification by leading a life of obedience in accordance to its teachings and throughout the whole Bible, Old and New Testament. And um, therefore, we also share that message with others. So yes, I absolutely do not diminish or deny in any way that this is the primary focus of our life now on this side of the cross. Now that the fall of man has happened and our savior, praise him, he has come to redeem us. He has conquered death. He has atoned for my sins. So now I could return to communing with the Lord and living as his daughter, knowing that I could set my eyes on the hope before me, that I am now, I don't have the chance to go back to the garden of Eden, but I am looking forward to heaven, which is also the new Jerusalem, which is a city. That's incredible. And yet, yet, I think it's so interesting that this calling has only actually come about because we need to be redeemed so that we could go back to our first calling we ever received. So this is the kicker here. The very first commandment we ever received, and also one of the crystal clearest passages in the Bible that says, this is why you were made. If you're asking what your purpose is, this is it. (laughs) Which in the beginning, this is in the very first chapter of the Bible in Genesis 1 verses 26 through 28. And I'm reading from the New International Version in IV. So then God said, let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness. 
He's talking about the Trinity, Jesus, who was already there in the beginning and the Holy Spirit. So let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. And then this is, oh, pay special attention to this. It says, God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and increase in number, fill the earth and subdue it, rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. In other words, we are literally, we are created, uh, God created us for the joy of it. God created us for out of joy that he wanted to make mankind in his own image. And therefore, since we are the Imago Dei made in his image, then we rule like he did. He set us over the earth that he created. He said, I spun all this into existence. You continue my work of creating and also cultivating potential using the raw materials he gave us that are bursting with potential so that we use those raw raw materials to increase and bring also order to creation, like that fill and subdue. He said increase in number. He loved that. He's like, keep on going. I don't want you to just keep it. Like I didn't say just care for my garden as like safe keepings, almost like we see in Matthew chapter 25, the parable of the talents, Jesus was telling that parable uh, not to say, notice he very intentionally highlighted that the servant that said, I'm just going to keep what I have and make sure nothing is lost. The servant who took the one um, talent or like measure of gold coins that he was given and he just buried it in the ground for safekeeping. Oh, Jesus condemned that. No, he, but he praised the servants that multiplied it. We serve a God that loves the increase and multiplication and making more of what he gave us to steward. And so it's just interesting that stewardship not only includes caring for what has been given, which yes, that is definitely important, but also cultivating, growing, creating. But then it's so interesting that God the Father together with the Trinity, yes, he modeled these three in the beginning in Genesis. He modeled these three manifestations of work. Um, But now that sin has entered the world, Christ has come to redeem it, redeem the world. And we know that we are not also now not only called to therefore be image bearers of God the Father, creating, cultivating, doing this good work and ruling over the world. But we essentially um, were even more, like we lost our, um, we were no longer up to the task, essentially, to the extent that God intended when we chose sin. But when Christ redeemed us, now we are called to not only God the Father-like work, but Christ-like work. And it takes our work, it takes on a new quality, which is redemption, redeeming what is broken. And it's so interesting that 
if we look at now what Christ models as work, he in his ministry, which I believe all work is meant to be a ministry, um, he didn't just care for the quote spiritual. He actually often led his interactions with first caring for people materially and physically, which actually brings us to the next question that I'm going to cover, um, which is does physical or material or quote, secular work matter. I can't wait to dive into that more. But just in summary here, um, sharing the gospel is what matters first, because if you don't know your savior, how can you know your creator? And how, how therefore could you even live out the full life that he intended for you? Um, so yes, First, you are just as I am. We are all called to respond to that kind of primary or most important calling now, which is to accept Jesus's invitation to follow him through repentance, belief, baptism, and continual sanctification, which riddled throughout the gospel accounts. We absolutely see this first and foremost as the dominant way that um, we see uh, defining what is our calling. Yes, it is this. But um, once we do that, we are able to go into kind of returning to those secondary callings, which ironically were meant to be primary, which is how do we lead all the other areas of our life, like work and family as image bearers of God. Um, so, and just a little bit more detail. Um, which you could find actually, I kind of added this as a somewhat of a bonus section. Like if you would like to learn about all of this in more detail, I write out in the written guide accompanying this audio clip. Um, you could go into my full write-up of the breakdown, um, in the differences and relationship between our primary calling, which is our to follow Jesus and our secondary callings, essentially, which are the in individual circumstances that we are called to in our life, you know, where you move to, um, if you marry at all, and who you marry, what you do with like growing your family and your individual decisions. Do you major in this or that? Do you even go to school? Or even are you called to minister or talk to a specific person, even on in any given hour. Um, so these are just the individual circumstances in our stations in life. And now we live all of those, lead our lives in those circumstances in light of our response to our, our union with Christ. Um, and so if you want any more information on the differences between our primary and secondary callings and also how we are meant to discern them, because it's really interesting, our now primary calling to follow Jesus, that is given through complete, explicit, written instructions, which we love. We love clarity and just specifics. Well, yay, because all of it is explicitly written in the Bible. Everything everything in terms of directions that you need to follow Christ and know him. But the secondary callings in life, those are individual and personally discerned. And that's where we have to, um, we get the joy and God intentionally des uh, designed this to be a part of our lives, um, where we actually have to use our free will 
to choose to develop wisdom through studying what um, principles the Bible shares, uh, (laughs) like defines as wisdom or what contributes to having wisdom. And also by using logic, by understanding yourself, kind of taking a personal inventory of who God made you to be and what he designed you to care about and pay attention to and be fascinated by and what also resources and opportunities and spheres of influence and time and history he dropped you into for a purpose to steward for his glory and the good of others. And so all of those details of how you discern your secondary callings, um, particularly in the realm of your career and your vocation. Obviously, that's why you're here in the Calling Academy, and we are going to explore many more of those details throughout this program just in in light of having a very thorough and diligent discernment process. Um, So, Stay tuned for that. But if you want to learn any more, of course, you could always go to the written guide that accompanies these audio trainings. All right. Hope you enjoyed. Let's go on to the next question. Does physical, material, or secular, quote, work really matter? All right. What did you think? Do you have any follow-up questions? Because if so, you could always DM me on Instagram at Kelsey underscore the called career. Happy to continue this conversation with you about this important question that we started addressing today in this episode. So also don't forget that you could go ahead. All 10 episodes are waiting for you at kelseykemp.com slash module one, the number one. That link is also in the show notes. Always the links I mentioned are always down below in the little show notes section. So you could hit that and go ahead and download all 10 episodes for free along with the uh, whole accompanying guide with the written responses to each of these questions if you're more of a a fast reader and a skimmer or if you would like to also see all of the scriptural references that I mentioned and the additional resources that I referenced within this episode. You could get all of that again at kelseykemp.com slash module one, no dashes, just module one. And also, guess what? I added a really fun new section to my website, kelseykemp.com slash free. It's also in the main navigation. So that free tools section, go ahead and hit that. And you could see all of the free resources I've created for other areas of your professional development and helping you clarify your calling uh, and get on the road to either getting a job or starting that business that really is going to allow you to fully and boldly live out your calling for the glory of God and the good of others. So lots of stuff waiting for you over at KelseyKemp.com. As for this episode, if again, if the people, I'm not, actually, I don't want to say if, I really trust that the Lord has answered my prayer and brought some people to mind that you think would be highly encouraged, edified, and emboldened by this episode. Um, For that, for those people that you're thinking of, I'm just going to remind you to text this episode to them saying, hey, I was thinking of you. What do you think about this? Let's start a conversation about it. So text this link to them um, and get very, very important conversations started to encourage each other together to go step up to the plate, go stand in the stations that we're called to serve in for the glory of God and the good of others. All right, 
this wouldn't be a proper outro, would it? If I didn't also ask for your partnership through a quick rating, it literally only takes one click if you're on Apple Podcasts to leave a five-star review and a quick uh, review through a written review just by leaving a couple words. It doesn't have to be fancy at all. Truly it matters and it counts and it helps um, you actually join in this mission with me hand in hand to spread the word, the word of God and information to help people step into their callings. This stuff matters. And I so appreciate each of you who have actually even left multiple reviews. I've got some homies in this audience (laughs) that really, I'm so grateful for your support. All right. I'll see you next week for our next episode in this season five about the 10 biggest questions that we have about our callings.